Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of This Week in Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. My name's Rob Howden, joined, as always, by David Cole. Episode 36 of This Week in Carding. It is July the 19th, 2021, right in the middle of the summer season. Lots of racing uh, happening all over North America. And again, those of you maybe tuning into This Week in Carding for the first time, uh, this is really all the major news that has hit the EKN homepage over the past couple of weeks. We put it all into a podcast form. Absolutely perfect for listening on your way to work or coming home, maybe out in the garage, working on the cart as well. Ideal to get yourself up to speed on everything going on in North American karting. They, uh, this week's episode brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing. Acceleration Kart Racing has everything you need to go racing, from tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from, and kart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of kart racing under their belts, Acceleration Kart Racing has the experience to help you succeed on the track. You can rely on them to get the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Kart Racing your go-to source for everything karting, and head online to shop akr.com. All right, David, let's jump in. Last uh, episode about a month ago, June the 15th was the last episode. So a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. You've been trackside since then. Uh, but I guess probably the primary news coming out of the gate uh, that, we, that we had was really the, the details, Supercarts USA dropping on the 24th annual Super Nationals, which will take place in early December this year at the Rio. Yeah, something new and unique being moved into December. I don't think any of the early editions no. were in December, were they? No. They're always October, maybe early, uh, yeah, early yeah. November, late October. Uh, so yeah, this is this is certainly going to change things up, and it's and it's a welcome change because we're going back. Uh, you know, we missed the Super Nationals last year, and it's it's great to uh, to finally get the details for this year's event. As you said, moving to December 1st through the 5th at the Rio All Suites Hotel and Casino. Uh, they basically set out the, uh, the the structure, the class structure that's going to happen for this year's event, yeah. uh, capping all of the categories as we're, we're used to seeing. Um, majority of them capped at the 44 number, uh, with including Micro Mini, KA100 Junior, X30 Master, KZ Master Shifter, and Pro Master which will be the SSE engine, IME engine only. So uh, that's, uh, that kind of sparked up some uh, internet chatter with uh, <laughs> the pro shifter category, allowing both KZ and the SSE engine this year at the pro tour, but super Nats are going to separate them. So that's a, uh, that's going to, that's an interesting part of the, uh, the, the event itself. Yeah. Uh, and as you said, the, the classes you mentioned capped at 44 entries, 88 entries, the double class, uh, du double structure for uh, KA100 Senior, X30 Junior, and X30 Senior, which will mean uh, uh, the, the heat race format uh, with the different race groups as well for th those categories. And David, uh, those, number one, junior and senior really have been expanded categories for a number of years. Uh, KA100 Senior, not surprising, but a, what a, a bunch of momentum that class has developed over the last two years. Yeah, when it was first introduced, it was probably one of the first categories to really Seven, sell out. Yeah. It brought out, uh, you know, a number of uh, former racers who came wanted to make their comeback at the Super Nationals. They thought this was a great category to do that. Um, and yeah, it's just exploded as we've seen USPKS and Supercar USA competition and pretty much everywhere else. Uh, you know, the KA100 senior category is is the largest category each and every weekend. Yeah, um, indeed. I think you're seeing that at the regional level. You're seeing that at the club level as well. It just, 
you know, something about 100cc racing and the United States, it just goes kind of hand in hand. <laughs> but uh, that's that's going to be that class is going to be pretty interesting with, uh, you know, the amount of dr- drivers that have already been racing this year. And then again, you're going to get drivers who do that one off at Supernats, and that probably will be likely the category rather than the X30 senior category. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the numbers kind of unfold for those two divisions. Let's talk numbers. Let's talk cash, Dave, because obviously some big money up for grabs. A, a new uh, offering this year for the Super Nationals pole position for both X30 senior and Pro Shifter three grand. That's going to make qualifying very exciting for that particular category. Or those two categories. Yeah, I believe in 2019 they did put out money for the pole position. I don't quite think it was three thousand. I, I want to say it was maybe a yeah. thousand. Yeah. Uh, that they were fighting for in those two categories. So they've upped the ante there. So uh, you can imagine uh, drivers are going to be wanting to be quick on new tires. So that new tires are going to be putting out, going out on practice for the majority of probably the second day, all throughout the second day, trying to make that uh, get the cart as quick as it possibly can on, uh, on new tires. Uh, But yeah, that's, so that's, that's a new addition or new. Yeah. A new addition to, uh, to the prize package. Uh, and again, they're still going to do uh, money for the main events. Pro Shifter, obviously, being one of the headline categories, uh, and then X30 Senior as well too, uh, with ten thousand dollars on the line for the victory. Yeah, ten grand to win, five grand for second, two thousand for third. Uh, registration opening up recently, and a couple categories selling out pretty quickly. Mini Swift and KA100 Junior, as David mentioned, both those categories at forty-four. Uh, entries caps so both of them you know bounced off the limiter pretty quick david looked earlier today at facebook and uh, super Carts usa had posted 305 entries right now here at what like a week and a half after they uh, opened up but already over the 300 mark which is fantastic uh you got to think with the return of the supernats this year uh 450 500 maybe you think um I, I think the 400 is obviously a realistic goal. That's what that's what you're going to get uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, when you're already talking about, you know, these two categories sold out already, uh, we're already at the 300 mark. So a hundred, another hundred is is not out of the question. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Obviously, the shifter categories are going to be the ones that we want to see big numbers at. Uh, it's just a question. Of, it's a it's a matter of if we do or not. Uh, yeah. I think that those are kind of going to be the question marks uh, regarding, regarding the overall numbers, but I think, yeah, Yeah, 400 is certainly going to be the mark that we're going to hit quick. Uh, David mentioned, of course, the return of the super nationals having been on hiatus last year, first time in the, in the 23 years of the, of the uh, event that it actually did not happen. Uh, Another event that did have a, a, a break early on, very early on in his career was the rock Island Grand Prix. Uh, David, after being, uh, Again, not on the schedule last year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The Extreme Rock Island Grand Prix back for 2021. 15 classes. And once again, you'll be part of the action. Heading out there with our EK and Trackside Live Tour presented by Cooper Tires. Good to see Rock Island back and hoping that uh, there'll be an injection of excitement because they are approaching it a little bit differently with some of the categories this year. Well, certainly one of the biggest aspects of the event is their uh, cooperation or uh joint venture with the national karting alliance uh rock island grand prix is working with the nka uh to promote this year's event and i believe in the future as well so that's kind of brought a little bit of life into into the event itself but overall when you look at it it's it's pretty similar to what we have seen in the past with the type of categories they're going to provide obviously 
the Briggs and Stratton 206 categories are going to be among the most. Uh, you have a number of those categories revolving uh, two mediums, two heavies. Uh, you have the Margate Knight and Margate Masters. So those, a lot of different uh, categories are surrounded around the, uh, the 206 division, uh, kind of following along the lines with the, um, with other, other street races and other special events, kind of combining the hundred CC engines together into one category. So say the VLR, the K 100, and even, uh, Yamaha, uh, engine packages, yeah. uh, into the hundred CC division. So that's going to be something a little bit new and different for, for rock Island, along with the, the typical open shifter, open masters, uh, and then obviously the headliner, we have vintage as well, but the headliner is going to be king of the streets, of course, with, with the shifter category, but something new this year, they're going to have two races that are going to call the king of the rock. Uh, one will be for the Briggs 206 engine package and the other for the hundred CC senior divisions. So those three categories are going to be kind of like the headline divisions of the event. And those will be the money categories as well, too. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a great call. Just the, the whole kind of setup over the years of Rock Island, there's been that four cycle, the two cycle, and then the shifter card categories. You know, that those race groups that kind of bring different families in, different communities in, which I think will be great. I like to see it. Uh, spec Hoosier Tires for all the categories as part of the Rock Island Grand Prix. And David, registration, just like Supernats, registration was opened over the 4th of July weekend. So time to get your entry in for Rock Island and, and really fire the, the, the Labor Day Classic back up again. Yeah, I'm sure the entries are streaming in. Obviously, you know, we've talked about King of the Streets being the headline division. I think that's the one that uh, we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of kind of big names coming back. Uh, obviously, King, the reigning king, uh, Race Liberante already uh, said, uh, stated that he'll be back to defend the crown and a number of drivers that are looking to uh, to kind of take away nice. the throne from him. But again, the 206 categories, you're going to see massive numbers in those divisions. Well, listen, you did a little bit of racing at Mid-Ohio a couple of weeks ago. Are we going to see you back behind the wheel trying to get that rock or what? Yeah, I don't know about that. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to see. Um, you think you might you might lay out of this one? I think I might uh, just 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 <laughs> kind of focus on, you know, obviously being a year out of the event, um, kind of refocus and kind of provide like a better coverage throughout the weekend. Obviously, when we when we race, it's it's a little hard to uh, to provide the coverage we normally do when we're trackside. So I think this one's going to be a little bit more of a, uh, a, a coverage focused uh, to event, you know, right. yeah, we're bringing it back. We want to make sure, uh, everybody's getting the coverage they deserve and need and want. And, uh, yeah, I think being out of the seat as much as, as long as I am, uh, it's, it's hard to go back to these street races year in and year out. Yeah. I'm going to cross my fingers that the Labor Day weekend stays open for me next year. Cause I, I, I I'm actually off this week, this, this year I, I could go to rock on, but it would be like, I think seven or eight straight weekends for me. So I'm going to take this one off and have a bit of a breather, get back home and, and take a weekend. But uh, again, hopefully it'll open up again next year and, uh, you and I can potentially go head to head or I'll let you do the heavy lifting. Maybe I'll drive next year. How's that sound? Well, I mean, yeah, when you announce it's not really work, so uh, that might work out. So where you, wow. where you come back, you can you can just, you know, I'll announce while you drive and I can make fun of you like you do for me. Well, they have a new announcing crew happening this, this year as well. A bunch of different announcers and some music and the DJ. So it's going to be cool. So even though I did go back, I may not be invited back on the mic anyways. I might just have to race next year. So we'll see how it all shakes down, folks. But again, underway here for this edition of This Week in Karting, giving you some information on the Scusa Super Nationals and the Rock Island Grand Prix. More events and series to talk about on the other side of this break. Fast. 
fair, and fun. Ignite Spec Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteKarting.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec kart that features the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 cart, which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite car packages, including dealers in your area, is available at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. One event, one final, one Grand National Champion. The inaugural IAMA USA Grand National Championship, presented by Hunt Brothers Pizza, is set to be one of the biggest karting events to date. This event will be like no other, with over $20,000 in cash to be handed out, along with full sets of MG tires, IAMA engines, and more. Along with the Grand National Finals on Sunday, there will also be other races to win on the event weekend, such as the KA Shootout presented by CNC Performance Engineering, the IAMI Rental Cart Tuner Challenge, and the MG Tires X30 Shootout. The stage is set for July 29th to August 1st at the world-class facility known as GoPro Motorplex. Are you ready to take on the best in the nation? Classes are almost full already, but there's still time to register your spot in the inaugural I Am a USA Grand National Championship presented by Hunt Brothers Pizza. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network, episode 36 of This Weekend Karting. It's July the 19th, 2021. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. And David, as often happens midway through the season, we kind of start talking a little bit about the next season, about 2022. And in this case, of course, uh, we'll be talking about one of the series, uh, getting a schedule out. But even a, a new race here for 2021, we'll start that. Uh, the IAMI USA Grand National Championship coming up in just 10 days' time. The event presented by Hunt Brothers Pizza, July 29th to August 1st at GoPro Motorplex in Mooresville, North Carolina. An all IAMI USA program, David. And they have put, number one, a ton of cash up. <laughs> And, and then a, a lot of tickets to the IAMI International Grand Fi or Finals as well. This is a really cool event for IAMI only. Yeah, another one-off event, uh, you know, something they looked at in 2019, 2020, just the way schedules were, didn't quite work out. This year with the way kind of everything unfolds with the, the overall schedule across the country, they were like, this is a great time to have it. And so they were able to place it again, as you said, at the end of July, beginning of August, kind of there was a little bit of nothing going on. So it was a great time to put this in. And as you said, a lot of stuff are up for grabs, a number of cash prizes, a number of tickets, along with a number of products that are going to be given away throughout the weekend. And the one thing that makes this different is it's obviously going to be a unique event 
in itself with different track configurations, a different type of format uh, that most IME drivers are not used to. Uh, a very, very uh, unique event that it's also going to feature some uh, specialty events, uh, races at the end of each day, yeah. uh, including uh, a Friday shootout and a Saturday shootout. Uh, when you look at overall the the format, you're going to have official practice beginning on Thursday, that t- July 29th. So all day long will be official practice. The next day will be qualifying in heat one. Saturday, two rounds of heat. So that will be heat two and heat three. Sunday, you'll have your pre-finals. If LCQs are needed, they'll throw some LCQs out there along with the finals for uh, the actual event itself. So, and again, they still haven't, we're waiting because we're supposed to get some information. We haven't quite gotten it yet on which track layouts they're going to utilize for each day because they're talking about different track layouts for yeah. each day. So interesting. Uh, all that type of information is still kind of uh, behind closed doors, not yet uh, made out to uh, released out to the public yet. So I'm sure a number of the competitors that have already signed up are, are itching to, to hear what, uh, what's in store for them. You mentioned the, uh, the, the special events, uh, KA shootout on Friday, $2,000 up for grabs, the CNC performance engineering KA shootout, MG tires X 30 shootout on Saturday, two grand up for grabs there as well. The categories, you what you would expect of an IME USA event, X 30 senior, junior, and masters, uh, KA 100 senior and junior. And of course, micro swift and mini swift as well. Drivers in the senior, junior, and masters category of X30 and Mini Swift all racing for an international final ticket for the IME event. Uh, the KA100 drivers and Micro uh, race winner getting a new IME engine. And David, pretty big cash up for grabs as well. 5000 to win an X30 senior, 3000 to win an X30 junior. Yeah, and paying all the way down to fifth place mm-hmm. uh, in both categories, 2500 for second in X30 senior with 1250 for third. $1,000 for fourth and $750 for fifth. Uh, $1,500 for second place in X30 Junior with $1,000 to third, $750 for fourth, and $500 check for fifth place position. So a lot of money, a lot of tickets, a lot of product, a lot of different unique type uh, elements to the event. This is uh, certainly going to be uh, a race that a lot of people will be talking about uh, following the weekend. Uh, one of the other additional, we'll just throw it out there because it will be fun. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm, haven't seen confirmed whether they're still doing. I'm pretty, I'm sure they are. I don't know that it's going to go away at all. But Dave, let's talk about the tuner challenge a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's something, it's something that that we help put together uh, with the good folks from the Machismo 500 group uh, back at the Supernats a number of years ago, probably over 10 years ago, for God's sakes. Uh, essentially, it's an opportunity for all the tuners. Now, we, we talk about this a lot. Anytime you go to a major national event or major event, there's Almost as much talent uh, with wrenches Almost, in their hands. I was going right? to say more, probably with, more with wrenches with wrenches in their hands on a weekend than there is on the racetrack because a lot of drivers, of course, who uh, have been ex-pro drivers, eventually become mechanics, driver coaches, team owners, whatever it may be. Well, they're gonna they're gonna bring back the tuner challenge that we did at the Supernats that one year, which was a ton of fun. Essentially, an opportunity for the tuners all to get out there and do some driving uh, on the, the the rental cart fleet. What are your thoughts on that, David? It could be it could be fun. It could be crazy. Well, I was at the USPKS event, Road America, and I already heard a couple of mechanics talking about certain situations that are going to transpire. Where <laughs> you know, you have guys like a Mike Geeson who barely weigh like a buck 
30 if maybe maybe even less than that that's true and then you got some of these older guys who you know have have had a few beverages over their <laughs> their lifespan that might weigh a little bit more than some of the others or or they're just genetically taller or you know such as a tony tesoro who you know he's taller he's gonna weigh a little bit more yeah that's true. so so i think they're gonna they're, they're looking at doing uh trying to find a weight that you know because these carts they can throw the weights in them so that's going to be something that's different to what we had because when, i think when we had it it was just kind of go out and go i don't yeah, think there really was a a weight limit or a minimum weight limit so that's going to be an interesting part but again the, and then the, maybe even the age differences you know you got your your phil pignatero who's older than dirt and then you got some of these younger guys that are have been you know quote unquote driver coaching uh, so it'll be quite it'll be quite interesting to see how things transpire. I think I think you're going to still have the cream of the crop rise to the top with uh, with that kind of race or or that or whoever drives the dirtiest. You may call him old, but I'll tell you, Pignatero, that I think he's ageless. Uh, I put some money on Pignatero. I think he'd be pretty good, actually. Well, I, so- I I if you were to put ketchup packets on the bumper, he would he would not have a ketchup packet left. <laughs> I can guarantee that. But uh, yeah, he's going to be one because he's been behind the wheel a lot this year. So yeah, he's he got he's driving. got a lot of that uh, that race craft behind him right now. That's so it. where a lot of the guys, they just have that natural speed. So we'll see if they uh, they can kind of rejuvenate their their race craft back. If you are a IME driver, this is one to put on the list. If you if you don't have anything planned for that July 29th, August first weekend, an interesting approach. A lot of a lot of different stuff going on. David's had potential for multiple track configurations. Got a couple of special events. A lot up for grabs. Great event. Hopefully, it uh, grows some roots, and we'll see it grow more and more. Again, that event, the IME USA Grand National Championship at GoPro Motorplex in Mooresville, brought to you by Hunt Brothers Pizza. Again, that's July. 29th to August 1st. Dave, I started this segment talking about 2022 and the fact that midway through the season, we do start thinking about next year. We do see some of the series get their dates locked in. And the Challenge of the Americas, which is the winter series for the Rock Cup program on the West Coast, based, you know, essentially based in the southwest part of the U.S., running California uh, and Arizona year in and year out, preparing for their 15th season. And Andy Saisman from FTK Promotions really is – David, normally one of the guys that gets his dates out first and has done that uh, traditionally over the last number of years. He's got his three dates uh, set out as well. Hasn't given any locations, but does get the dates locked in. He's going back to the final weekend of the month in January, February, and March. Yeah, it's the, the, the dates are set. The contracts aren't finalized because, again, depending on certain schedule situations revolving around the racetracks that he's going to depends on what month they're going to be at. So yeah. that's still kind of the the holdup on the locations. But I'm sure as we get closer to uh, the end of the year, we'll, we'll get those uh, locations out. But yeah, again, kind of falling back to where the, the series has been that's typically at the end of the month, each month from January, February to March. So we begin January 28th through the 30th, 2022, before we go to February 25th through the 27th. And then we ended up with March 25th through the 27th. So basically a month apart for each race allows a lot of racers to uh, to do what they need to do. It also allows drivers and teams and staff, because uh, staff is a crucial part to uh, challenging Americas and, and the other race teams to race also with the Florida Winter Tour. Um, they kind of combined a, a little bit or, or 
decided to to release both uh, both programs at the same time regarding their dates. Uh, as we know, the Florida Winter Tour has become a, a real hotbed during the winter time uh, for karting, and they've announced their dates as well too. So again, staggered enough to where teams, drivers, staff can be able to do both throughout the uh, the three months to begin the year. Uh, that program starts off January 13th through the 16th with uh, February 17th through the 20th, the second round, and then round three, March 10th through the 13th. Interesting to find out where the uh, Florida Winter Tour ends up going with the now the demise of Ocala Grand Prix. We'll see where they end up slotting their dates in. David, 14th season of the Challenge of the Americas was a good one. Um, record numbers uh, after, of course, the change for the Challenge from Rotax engines to the Rock Cup platform, uh, you know, 70-something drivers to get things going. Big numbers this year up into the 130s, 140s kind of thing, 150s. Um, just throwing us out there for this next edition, those of you who may be rock racers looking for a place to run your winter series, uh, with things hope- starting to calm down, hopefully opening up, Record numbers last year for the challenge, David, without that carding contingent from Canada, which usually brings down a good number of drivers. I got to think this this is going to be, again, another record year for the challenge. Yeah, that's that's kind of the wait and see. Uh, as yeah. you well know through your travels and living <laughs> in Canada, how the uh, the structure there is, is not allowing the op- open borders yet. So that's still... Um, you know, that's still an issue regarding the Challenge of the Americas and Florida Winter Tour and a lot of the winter programs that do go on or winter events that do go on. So uh, in the United States. So that that's something that will be uh, continually to monitor. But, yeah, you know, when you talk records, um, you said that the transition from Rotax to rock. I mean, that's that's the crazy part is none of those rock, Rotax years were bigger than what we had this year. So that, yeah. that's just phenomenal to see that. All right, folks, Challenge of the Americas again, January, February, March, final weekend of the uh, month uh, in 2022. Uh, really, our first 2020, uh, 2022 schedule uh, locked and loaded. Florida Winter Tour getting their dates locked as well. Uh, we got some more industry stuff for you when we come back after this break. But when we get back, we'll talk about one more special event that's being put together for August. Stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Toady Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. 
meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden and David Cole providing you with more information, all the news that hit the EKN homepage over the past couple of weeks. This Week in Karting, episode number 36. And David, as we jump into another event happening Heard about this one a little while ago. Pretty excited about it. Should be a good one. The KPX Karting Championship has been a really big program in California, uh, really focusing initially on just the Briggs 206 program. They have uh, evolved a bit to add in the KA100 program, kind of bringing all the drivers in California uh, together. Uh, and David, they've decided to come up with a new event, the Battle for the West. It's August 21st and 22nd at Buttonwheel Raceway Park. Great habit of series, but always cool to have that kind of one-off that you can attract people from other states to come in and play. Well, and the majority of the KPX events are in Northern California or Northern Nevada. So, so again, that's their focus main yeah. region. And this is kind of just the opportunity to, hey, you know, because there's not really a program like this anywhere in Southern California, uh, you know, because a lot of the clubs there are have are kind of just welcome everything and anything uh regarding from shifters to kid carts so yeah this is kind of a unique niche program again that we're seeing a lot a lot of programs develop around this kind of basis uh throughout the country and in in canada as well too um so it's it's again like you said focused mainly on the briggs uh 206 engine package and now they've welcomed in uh the k100 program as well so it's a great opportunity for for those in the southern part of California or Arizona or elsewhere to uh, to not have to worry about points or and just go in and have a good time and, and see what the KPX program is all about. Indeed. Uh, again, David uh, gave you the whole lineup of classes. Did you give the lineup of classes? I did not, no. All right. So it's Briggs 206 Sportsman, Junior, Senior, and Masters. And, of course, a KA, I, I talked about the addition of that. KA 100 Junior, Senior, Masters, and Super Masters. Plus, they have a Mini Swift class and a Honda Kid Kart class. Again, uh, a brand-new race, the Battle for the West, August 21st and 22nd at Button Willow for the KPX Karting Championship. Hopefully, another event that will grow roots and we'll have a nice north-south battle. But they've also, it's a battle for the West, David. One thing in talking to Kenny Manchester from KPX, they'd love to get some drivers to come in from the East Coast as well. They'd love to set up an East-West battle. I like that idea too. Yeah, again, it's just a matter of scheduling and a number of, t- of events. So uh, certainly the, the timetable sets out sets up right because it's still in August. So it's kind of still at the end of the summer there. So it allows people to kind of make a make the long haul out to California to take part in this. So, uh, yeah, that I think that's something that they'll be able to build on uh, continue if they continue this type of event. 
Uh, into some industry news, a couple things coming down the pipe for you folks. Uh, David, news from Tillotson having acquired PVL. Tillotson, of course, leader in carburetor and small engine technology, but for them to be able to bring PVL under their banner, pretty impressive. Yeah, PVL, if you're not familiar with that, is one of the leaders in ignition systems, stators, rotors, and flywheels. Uh, You see that that they're branding on a number of different engine packages within the karting industry uh, from two cycle to four cycle. So uh, this is a unique uh, acquirement uh, for Tillotson to be able to kind of expand its its horizon. Uh, as we've seen, they've moved a lot into the small engine technology side of things with, with the new Tillotson uh, four-stroke engine. And now moving into the uh, ignition side of things, uh, it's certainly dabbling itself into a number of different programs and engine packages that are, are worldwide. Well, David, you mentioned how PVL is, uh, is a big part of a lot of different engine platforms, and I think p- to provide some stability as well, right, for the sport that Tillotson was able to acquire them. Uh, I, think that, that, I think that's a big thing in terms of the future of the sport itself to make sure that PVL is strong and, and in the right, uh, the right hands in terms of management. Yeah, because as I said, it's it's on a number of different engine brands. So if you have a, a company that's fully focused into the karting industry itself, uh, it helps build that, as you said, long-term goals and, and long-term commitment uh, to the sport itself. Uh, do have another piece of news that came onto the uh, the homepage of eCartingNews.com. Team FMS, the Franklin Motorsports uh, crew, uh, the uh, Team FMS Karting Academy was established. What do you know about that? It's yeah, it's a kind of an ongoing program that they're going to continue to build on uh, year after year, month after month. Uh, it be, all began with an inaugural event that they had at Wolf Paving Raceway back in April, where essentially they were able to take in uh, drivers and parents or families that uh, are either new to the sport or still looking to uh, to kind of learn and get taken advantage of of you know basically a school like and. And so t- Team FMS Karting Academy is kind of focusing on, on building that on and off education program around the sport. Uh, they actually have established a new YouTube channel. So if you go and search Franklin Motorsports Karting Academy, you'll be able to see the first initial videos that they've already uh, been able to produce. I believe one's on rain racing. So you'll be able to, uh, to hear from a number of different drivers that uh, have been part of the Team FMS program. And then also one on uh, Briggs Carburetor. So again, a very key component to for a number of new drivers and new uh, competitors as we see the, the Briggs and Stratton 206 program continuing to uh, grow and grow. That's always uh, an important part that you want to uh, educate uh, the racers on, on how to make sure things are, are clean and uh, working properly with the carburetor. Yeah, I think it's a, such a great thing from Jamie Siraki at, at a Franklin Motorsports because uh, anytime you get someone new to the sport, those of us who have been around it for a long time, we take a lot of the stuff for granted, our knowledge that we've developed over years of racing, right? And when somebody comes in, a family comes in with a, with a young uh, young lad or a, a young girl racing carts, uh, or maybe it's even somebody racing themselves coming in as an adult, whatever it may be, but man, this the level of knowledge, right, David, the, the, the learning curve is so steep. And anytime you can provide education like this, whether it's trackside at Wolf Paving Raceway, when, when they're having one of their own events, whatever it may be, or being able to, to go to YouTube and get all the information that you need, just so crucial in, in educating the people that come into the sport. The more they know, Know, the the less intimidated they are coming in, the longer that they're going to stay in the sport of karting. 
And I'm sure the academy will will kind of keep focus on even those that are re- that are coming back year after year. I yeah. mean, a lot of times club racers they kind of I I forget things over and over again because it's, if you're not doing it every single week or every single weekend, you kind of lose lose that that knowledge or it kind of fades away. And then so a great refresher is going to the like like they did in April, like an opening uh, season karting academy so it's a great refresher as well too for those who have already been in the sport for two or three years all right folks final break in this edition of this week in karting when we get back we'll go over uh, the ecan editorial that we've had on the website if you missed anything we'll let you know what's there and you can go check it out yourself we'll talk about some of the podcasts that are now available we'll tell you what's happening on the ecan radio network and we'll let you know what's coming up on ecartingnews.com where we're going to be through the month of august and september stay with us folks we'll cap things off after this quick break Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton-focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to kartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. Looking for that extra edge? Comet Racing Engines is your answer. The engine service program from Comet Kart Sales has been winning from coast to coast at all levels and different forms of the sport. Lead engine builders Mark Harrison and Gary Lawson have decades of karting experience, providing racers the power to reach the top step of the podium. Comet Racing Engines continually perform track and dyno tests to provide their customers with the cutting edge in engine performance. Comet specializes in Yamaha KT100, IAMI Swift, IAMI X30, IAMI Leopard, and Rock engines. Trackside and customer support are the cornerstones of the Comet Racing Engines business, ensuring each and every customer receives personal attention and the help they need to achieve the best results. Engine rentals are available at all the events that Comet attends in 2018, including WKA, SCUSA, USPKS, and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Contact the Comet team today at CometCartsales.com or by calling 317-462-3413. If you're looking to step up your engine program, send it to Comet Racing Engines. Welcome back to episode 36 of This Week in Karting here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. And David, uh, obviously a busy month, a uh, couple of months, a couple of weeks here uh, on the website. Lots of content going out. Uh, one of the things with our editorial program with EKN, a lot of race reports, because you had mentioned earlier, and, and we've talked about this in all the shows, we're right in the meat of the summer. There's a lot of racing going on, whether it's 
East Coast, West Coast, Texas, Northern and North. Uh, we're watching, of course, a lot of racing going on in Europe as well. You've had yeah, race reports from the Texas Sprint Racing Series, the summer shootout at Speed Sports in Texas. Uh, we had a race report on the website for the Scusa California Pro Kart Challenge from CalSpeed, the Route 66 Sprint Series at Road America, and also a report on Caleb Gaffera, who is the American representative this year at the FIA Karting Academy Trophy. Lots of race reports on the website. Yeah, again, the the Carding Academy Trophy, that's, uh, again, one driver representing the United States, and that's Caleb Graffera. Uh As the driver this year, finished seventh there, so you kind of get a, a little recap to his weekend. We were hoping to get a driver diary. Uh, unfortunately, he's been at the racetrack every single weekend, <laughs> every weekend. since then, so uh, so he's been a little busy because, again, they're, they, they're on track Wednesday to Sunday, so basically his weekends are Monday and Tuesday. And, uh, and so he's been a little bit busy to be able to provide that, but we'll have coverage of his, uh, upcoming, uh, uh, Academy trophy event, August 12th through the 15th. That's going to be at Adria, Italy, uh, that, uh, big massive, uh, race facility there. Uh, and yeah. And again, as you said, a number of race reports up on the website, uh, actually got back to doing a column, something we haven't done a lot yeah. this year. Uh, we did a little bit, a lot in 2020, obviously, as we were sitting at our desks the majority <laughs> of the season. That's it. But uh, yeah, did a little behind the laptop regarding road racing and uh, kind of what uh, what I think needs to kind of be focused on as as the program moves along, because we are hitting some big numbers there, some record setting numbers. But, uh, you know, it's it, it, it could be that one and done type mentality. And I think in order for road racing to continue, we got to keep keep bringing people back in or keep bringing new people in and, and, and kind of turning, turning the tide to uh, not being the old standard ways we used to do things, but kind of change things a little bit to, uh, to towards the future. Yeah, if you've ever considered doing some road racing or a road race yourself and you didn't get a chance to read David's column, the Behind the Laptop, have a look at that on the website, The Secret to the Future of Road Racing. Great article penned by David. Also did a lot of work, banged out a lot of words uh, as part of the race coverage, our ECAN trackside live coverage from the USPKS event at Badger State Grand Prix. David up at Road America, full coverage there, and all, all in all, a great weekend. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Another record-setting weekend for the series and for the racetrack. Probably one of the biggest karting events they've ever had there. Uh, got to uh, experience uh, watching the SCCA on the big track, so that was fun uh, during the downtime on the sprint track. But yeah, overall, just great racing all weekend long. And uh, catch all the coverage that we have online uh, on the website and also the podcast we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, and indeed, as well, uh, able to name our June Driver of the Month and Devin Smith-Harden adding his name to the storied past of the Quincy Grand Prix. Had a pretty good uh, weekend there, David. Swept the shifter cart categories in the class at, at uh, Quincy. And, and, you know, if there's one thing, racing Quincy in a Briggs is one thing. Racing Quincy in a shifter cart, entirely different. <laughs> you think of Isle of Man. Uh, yeah, and the motocross true. or motorcycles, it's, it's just unreal how fast these guys are going around what is a, basically a city park yeah. and, and, and just, uh, it's wild. And so he set a new lap lap record there while winning the Saturday sprint race and winning both main events on Sunday. So yeah, uh, a great weekend for him. 
Yeah, congrats to Devin Smith-Harden, our June Driver of the Month on eCardyNews.com. David, a lot of podcasts being knocked out as well, as we always do. There's been some recent shows put up in the in the podcast. Uh, if you want to listen to the ECAN podcast, of course, the ECAN Radio Network is where you see it first, our 24-7 radio channel. Uh, it's available as a download as an app, or you can get it, of course, on the website as well. But for all our podcasts, we make them available through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, all the other podcasts that let's make sure to subscribe on your preferred platform. Give us a review. We'd love that. Give you all our podcasts. David came out with a bunch of podcasts beginning with this week in carding. The last one from June the 15th is available there now as well. Plus all the uh, the pre-show and the post-show from the USPKS event at Road America. Yeah, this week in carding, or I should say this month in carding, uh, we kept <laughs> that joke's, we kept that that joke's going. old. <laughs> I know, but we kept it going. Uh, yeah, so that episode, we we didn't quite get as many podcasts as we wanted to in June. You were a lot really busy with uh, I was your the road, travel yeah. schedule, yeah. so uh, we we got our outlap from the USPKS previewing that weekend, and then we just recently did the debrief, so that's available for download again anywhere you go to get your podcast. Uh, What's well, now been almost four years that we've been doing podcasts now? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it's a little crazy, isn't it? Uh, ECAN Radio Network. David, I know that obviously people aren't going to see this at this point, but playing today, the uh, uh, 2021 USPKS event from Road America. David, of course, playing the uh, Tim Coyans coverage from that event. And that's one of the things that David's been doing quite a bit uh, on the ECAN Radio Network, of course, taking an event, ECAN Trackside event, getting the audio all prepared. We get that on. Uh, later on, if you haven't listened to it, you can do so. Also, all of our ECAN Trackside Live play-by-play events, all the main events are being loaded up now to YouTube as well. So if you're missing and want to listen to any of the broadcasts of one of our ECAN Trackside events, they're available on YouTube as well. Uh, this week, uh, this episode, of course, of This Week in Cardi is going to be playing on the ECAN Radio Network. And David, I know you always like to put a bunch of our past events up. What are you thinking about putting up on the ECAN Radio Network over the next week or two? Uh, up the next week or two. Well, I know this week as we, I don't, you know, we have Scusa Summer Nationals coming up. So we're going to play a little bit uh, from the past of that. We have Rock Island Grand Prix coming up. So we're going to play some, some stuff of that. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to get some more podcasts recorded. Uh, so we'll be able to uh, to play that directly on the EKN radio network before we make it a podcast ready uh, episode. But uh, yeah, summer nationals, that's kind of going to be the focus over the next couple of weeks, along with Rock Island Grand Prix. I dig it. Sounds great. Uh, all right, folks, let's wrap things up. I uh, will tell you what's coming up here on the EKN radio or on EKN rather. A couple of EKN live events coming. Uh, of course, uh, the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Summer Nationals. We're still about a month away from that one, August 13th. 14th and 15th at Newcastle Motorsports Park. David Cole and I will, of course, be trackside throughout the weekend. May even do some of our evening debriefs for you as well. Haven't done those in a while. David and I really haven't been trackside together at many events this year, really only the Spring Nationals and earlier at the Challenge. Uh, but otherwise, uh, Newcastle, again, capping off the, the, the Scusa Pro Tour. We'll see who ends up winning the championships. And then, David, as we mentioned already, Labor Day weekend, you'll be back at Rock Island Grand Prix. Yeah, Rock Island Grand Prix, two full days of racing, uh, city streets, crowds all around the racetrack, just wild parties on and off the racetrack. <laughs> it's uh, that that one's going to be a wild one. It'd be great to get back there. Uh, always great to go back to Newcastle, and uh, really just looking forward to seeing how the Pro Tour uh, Championships wrap up there at Newcastle. That'll be that'll be the exciting part of that weekend. 
Yeah, folks, lots coming on the EKN Radio Network, lots for the EKN Trackside Live program presented by Cooper Tires, and a lot of editorial coming as well. David mentioned that we're going to get back to getting a bunch of uh, podcasts and the uh, live shows as well. I'll look for a couple of new face-to-face shows coming up. Uh, I'm actually here in the home office, again, until the Super National. So another month here in the office, essentially. Uh, lots of stuff to get done, and hopefully you enjoy everything that we're put, pushing out on eCardingNews.com. Thank you so much for joining us, folks. Episode 36 of This Weekend Carding, and we are done. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>